Wednesday, July 27, 2022. I just I, I just get tickled pink to, uh, I shouldn't say pink on this show because Norm's a anti-communist. <laughs> I, I, get, I, I get to my grandma, I said, I was tickled pink. I don't even know what it means. But uh, I guess you, your face gets red, so you're pink. I don't know. Yes, anyway, so, so yeah, I was tickled, I get tickled pink to say things like 727-2022. Mm. So that's what it is, though, July 27, 2022, and we're here for the roundtable. I uh, just finished up with the Blitz Q&A session. I got some other Q&As coming. So this is Lawyer Talk Podcast Roundtable Edition with Norm and Brett back at the helm. He had uh, he had his teeth pulled out, I guess, last week or something like that. At least one. At least Felt like more than that, but one. Yeah. yeah. Did you get the root canal? No. No, just had a... An extraction. Had an extraction, yes. Wow. And yeah. that sound when they start, when they first start crackling on it. Yeah, yeah. And, well, you know, and... and, and and I was nerved up. My feet are shaking around like crazy, but I'm trying to get out of my own head. And then she gives me some some medication, which I thought was like antibiotics or something. Yeah. And about two minutes later, I'm going, I'm feeling pretty good. Those happy pills. <laughs> just relaxed. Nothing Xanax more than that. Yeah. No, no more than that. Just relaxed going, well, I'm not shaking anymore. Yeah. So it did its job. <laughs> it did Man, its job. I have like nightmares. I had, I I had teeth like extractions when I was a kid. And I just... I, to this day, I think I was—I have like PTSD from the dental chair. Yeah, yeah. I can't even say it hurt, but you know when they start getting pliers out, yeah, and and torquing on your teeth, yeah, makes a big difference on who you go to and if they know what they're doing. Yeah. So yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, that's none of yeah. this has anything to do with roundtable lawyer talk. So Ugh. lots of stuff happening. You know, we've got uh, we had uh, Rob Cooperman in. Uh, we talked about him a little bit last week too, but I uh, reached out to Rob. Hope to do some more with him as well. Uh, and then spin off and maybe get some other more uh, some more guests in here uh, as a result of that. So lots of stuff happening at the roundtable. If you want your own uh, podcast, we can help you there. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. But if you want to be a guest and you think you've got the chops to hang with Norm, even though he hates you but he loves you, um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, just, uh, just drive the right vehicle in. You'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> anyway, there's a few things I want to hit, but Norm, I'll let you see. We'll, we'll see if we're on the same page. Well, let, let's start out with a little Johnny Cash. Yeah, he walks the line. And the whirlwind is in the thorn trees. The virgins are all trimming their wicks. Yeah, what a great song. You know, he uh, plays that in the key of C, I believe. And it's like it's like one chord until he gets to, there's a little bit more one chord, but it's, uh, it's that hard. is all cash. It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. Yeah. And if you, uh, anybody who's gonna read get Revelations. A, I'm going to get a t-shirt that says that. Yeah. <laughs> if you've read Revelations and uh, and you've explored some of the New Testament, it's like it's all from that. Yeah. Well, the point being yeah. is um, I love everybody, but I am highly judgmental. Uh, liberals call that discernment because they eschew the word judgmental. But in fact, they judge just as much as conservatives and there's nothing wrong. I tell people all the time, you should be judgmental to, to never judge whether something's right or wrong leads to chaos. And what our country desperately needs, what our families need, what our schools need, what, what we need in the world for stability, for children, for our families is order. You know, and and uh, judgment, being judgmental about what's right or wrong, is uh, part of having an orderly society. And and it, we're truly looking at a fire hose, a torrent of of horrible things happening uh, to our culture. You know, uh, one of the things that's 
again, it's very surface, but it just goes to show how chaotic things are is this redefinition of what a recession is, for example. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you don't like the outcome of your economic policy. So the White House wants to redefine. uh, This is just an example. You know, I mean, you could take the definition of what a woman is, what a marriage is, what constitutes violence, what an insurrection is, on and on and on. But we've just seen this culture redefine words that we all knew what they meant. Recession meant two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. But now suddenly it doesn't mean that because the man in office now doesn't want to admit that we have a recession. Right. What does this sound like to you? It's chaos. Squealer represented Pravda in Animal Farm. Yeah. And, Um, you know, this is Stalinistic stuff. I mean, this is where... Absolutely. You know, you... His policies were so horrible, but he wouldn't let anybody say that. And he just redefined what a win is, you know. So, you know, we all have to die because for the greater cause, whatever it is. But, you know, I've been watching this now for the last six, eight months of the Biden administration. And it's got me thinking this point that you're making is I wonder how long this has been going on without me being awake to it. I mean, Republicans, Democrats, those in the White House, like like the White House has, has their own, always has its own press secretary whose job it is, is to spin tales of bullshit about what's going on, good and bad. And, uh, you know, this is, it just seems more obvious now. I think because the, the, what's, what's going wrong right now is so obvious. And then when the, they get up and say, well, no, this isn't a recession. This, this is not the droids you're looking for, <laughs> you know, and I've, and I've seen this for years, you know, we're going to see like a, a down, what eventually they're going to say violent crime has de- decreased under, this administration. I, I bet we see this. And the reason is going to be twofold. One, because they've redefined what violent crime is. So yeah. immediately it just changes. And then two, because they're not prosecuting violent crime. And the only way to make the stat is to actually uh, go or make an arrest and prosecute. So the violent acts are off the charts, but violent crime could go down because everybody would think, well, they mean when they say violent crime, well, the act, but no, they don't. They mean crime means you've been convicted of a crime. Right. And any baseball fan, for example, can draw a distinction between Babe Ruth and Hank Aaron and Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa's records on home runs in a season. They know how many games uh, were played, you know, and Babe played a lot fewer games per season. And then they come up with these percentages, you know, at, what percentage of at-bats resulted in home runs? Yep. You know, those kinds of things. And it's like today's people aren't plugged in to simple mathematics or simple understandings that words don't mean now what they used to mean because they've been redefined. So when you say somebody's the home run king, well, home run king in what way? Yeah, Just sheer numbers of home runs or home runs as a percentage of appearances at, at the plate or, or what, what is a home run king? You know, this is, this is the kind of thing that, I was talking about before you need you need to discern you need to judge you need well, you, you know, need to do may, some maybe homework. even maybe more than that just question you need to question. be skeptical I, I think yeah. question That's because right. the judgment comes with the questioning I think but it's question it always yeah. question everything you need to be skeptical In this, and 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 not just accept you know this this uh, this this company line this this reminds yeah. me of uh, and I think I probably talked. I know I've talked about this before, but Plato has a dialogue called Gorgias. It's it's a with it's a Socrates dialogue, where Socrates is talking to this rhetoric, 
you know, the rhetorics were these guys like sort of like lawyers who could take on any cause and, and argue it well, you know, so they could paint the pig, so to speak. You know, they could take the down cause or the up cause, whatever, the right or wrong. And Socrates was saying, well, look, that's not good. You know, you have to choose what is morally correct. And, and, and you know, Socrates would have hated my job because I represent bad causes uh, for a bigger cause maybe sometimes. I don't know. The, we can dig into that later. But, like, the rhetorics can argue anything and sound good and make it sound good and even win an argument. And Socrates took issue with that. And, you know, when he, when he accused them of being immoral, they said, well, we don't agree with your morals. And he said, then we have nothing to discuss. And sort of the bigger picture of Gorgias is unless you have a common definition of terms that you both agree on, you can have no meaningful discussion after that. So Socrates walked away from this rhetoric, sort of like rejecting the rhetoric as it is. You know, it's like, look, if you're going to define morality in a slippery way that I don't ascribe to or subscribe to, ascribe, I don't know, um, then I, we can't get anywhere. I quit. Yeah. Sure. And yeah. walk away. And this is what these people are doing. They're, they're redefining it. So they're not saying women give birth. They're saying birthing people. And you're like, well, what the hell? Why are they doing that? You know, like, what, what, like why do that? Right. And it's to blur the definitional structure. And all of a sudden, you're, you're, you feel like you're swimming in quicksand. You can't get anywhere. And then you're criticized for not getting what they're asking or saying. Well, well you, ac- you actually have a Supreme Court nominee saying on camera to the Senate Confirmation Committee, I can't tell you what a woman is. Yeah. I mean, that's what we've come to now. And I mean, that's absurd. She's going to be ruling on cases that have to do with women's rights. And yet she can't define what a woman is. I mean, it's, it feeds right into what you're saying, Steve. It's like when I go, I I remember this started back in the nineties. I was in college at the college of Worcester. And I remember reading one of my, one of the assignments in history was to take this People wrote these articles, or I don't know what the hell they were, and you have to read it and then write a review of it. And I and I remember reading like this article, thinking I don't understand any of it. I mean, it was like gobbledygook. Yeah, and it was like like long, verbose, yeah, big words that did I didn't. It's like it didn't. It wasn't. And I I could I took I couldn't even understand the point. My criticism was I don't understand any of this. And of course, I got an F or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> right. as I look back, it's I didn't understand it because it was all bullshit. It exactly. Was, like if, if, if you've written something in the academic world and I can't as a student read it and understand it, there's two ways you can look at that. Either I'm too stupid and uneducated to understand it or or uh, you're not writing it very well. well or, the, it's, or it's written for an intended audience it, that it, will understand what he or she is saying I, But I don't too. think so. This is the emperor's new clothes. I think what it really is well, it be, is yeah. them trying to sound smart and, right. and, and, and dare I say like jacking each other off. What? Yeah, and, well, but, and signaling but, virtue. We're so smart, right? He or she had to put that on paper though to get the PhD, right? That's what I'm saying. It well, was, that, it, it's following that. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw bullshit at you because yeah. you all know what I'm talking about. It. We're gonna celebrate yeah. it, but then, and it's gonna sit on a shelf. I mean, if, for the rest of its life. If, yeah, but right. I don't think they did know what this guy was talking about. Probably, I think, and I think probably there's a good case of that too, though. Yeah. It just, it, it, but his background was, you know, one of the popular cause. We'll say. If if you can't say what a woman is, then we're all women. I mean, we're all women, right? I, I, mean, I mean, essentially what what she's saying when she says she can't, because she's not a biologist, she can't tell us what a woman is. What she's, what she's saying is, is if I roll out of bed in the morning and just go, gosh, I feel kind of womany today, then I'm a woman. You know, Leah Thomas is a woman. She, she was going to be the NC2A's uh, uh, female athlete of the year. Thankfully, they picked a a fencing athlete instead of her uh, yesterday. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. yeah, instead mm-hmm. of her. Uh, but, I mean, how absurd we came just, you know, 
within wow. within a d- d- just a nick of of picking a man with a penis to be a woman of the year to be the NC two A's female athlete of the year. I mean, but still sad because you got to be crapping. Every me. other female swimmer was deprived of the opportunity to be right female athlete of the year because mm-hmm. we won't define reality anymore no we're, we're into fantasy land we're into disney so why is that you know it's like I, I had lunch with an old friend of mine from law school and we got to talking about some this conversation sort of ironic it's like why is that why why blur the distinctions of reality to the point where you're it, it causes this confusion and you know we sort of surmise there, there's it's like is there an evil agenda behind it is it just what's going on or is it and i sort of think maybe both i think um if you blur these sort of firm definitional realities that we all understand to be true. A table is a table. A, a chair a table. is a chair. That's yeah. a chair right there, and we got four of them right over at that table, right. and that table's round. Those things are real. But if I say it's not a chair, all of a sudden it gets blurry. And why? Because we are what we're doing is we are slowly eroding the value of the individual. Because okay. uh, you know, if you it like like we're not gonna be uh, he or she anymore. We're going to be like Z or something like that. So it's like that. It's like this slow degradation of the value of the individual for the greater cause, for the for the good of the whole. I mean, it's it's a, it's a it's it's sort of this uh, frontal, maybe the front for. Uh, I'm mean, going to use these awful words like communism, Marxism, because it's like this communal. A communal maybe is the best way to say it. We're all going to be. We have this cause that's greater than the individual. We're all fungible. Yeah, we're all pablum. We're we're all we're all the same. Uh, when you say individual, I think I would say individualism, that the the characteristics that make you unique, Steve, or me unique, or Brett unique, don't matter. Don't matter. Because uh, the good of the whole is what really matters. In fact, in fact, they're bad things. For me to insist that I'm a man or for or to insist that I'm a Christian or it whatever. It can turn into that. Your yeah. has been I mean, Or judge times. me True. as an individual person, not by my skin color, please. Yeah. Whether it's black, whether it's white, whether it's brown, whether it's like yeah. Norm, what are you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but but in the reverse, it has been done that way there it too. It has been. Because yeah. of the color of your skin means immediately you're a criminal. Yes. So racism has been to done. me is, yeah. a, is, it's like we know what that experiment does. Right. It enslaves a race of people. Right. Um, or I think maybe the opposite. Maybe it justified in slavery. Of a, but either way, yeah. you, you know, you, you, you've and got And it doesn't this, have to be even the dark skin. It can be yellow skin, quote unquote. Yellow. We have and turned I mean, Japanese. And yeah. they're all, they, they're in that pot of, they're all uber smart. And, and there's you know, this or crime. Some, whatever. Well, I, I just would like to interject a little reality Lots of slavery happened between peoples of the same color. You bet. Sure. You bet. Well, sure. Well, there were white slaves held by white That's slave why I owners. Said maybe it was a product of the slavery yeah. that yeah. caused us to yeah. want to do that to rationalize the right. what we knew to be bad. Right? Absolutely. Right. So you know, it's like it's easy to like. It's like we. I think I talked about this last week. You know, the moral unburdening was found in the collective identity, as when we were talking about mm-hmm. um, uh, the. Uh, the police battalions that were going up and rounding up, going out and rounding up Jews for Hitler, and it's like once we once we create a a group based on identity as opposed to individual responsibility, it becomes very easy to judge the entire group, both good and bad, without giving a rat's hoot about the individual. Yeah, and I think that's what this is. I mean, look, if you say there's no more women, then there's no more women. You know what? Like, right. What is that? Right. What yeah. is that? Yeah, and I think your example going back to Nazism 
and that era is a perfect example of it's exactly it. what it he is. swept just if you're a jew i don't care if you that's all you are yeah you could be a that's diehard nazi are. but if you're jewish we kill you you know and catholic like, catholic's the same way if yeah, you're yep. catholic you're catholic or protestant go to any religion right yeah. And, I, and I've said this quote before, maybe even to you, no, I don't remember, but there was a, I remember reading about uh, the, the old TV show, um, uh, Grey's Anatomy, and there was an actor on there, and he was gay. I forget which one, I don't, I, I don't know the show that well, but I just happened to catch a quote, and he, somebody had, had sort of outed him as being gay, and he's like, yeah, I'm gay, but I hope that's not the import, most important thing about me. You know, and it, it was, it's like, it was so telling to me, I was like, good for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. like right. He wasn't banging the table saying, I'm gay, I'm gay, look at me. He was saying, look, I'm an individual. I've got lots of cool things that I like to talk to you about. And, you know, I hope I get to know you and hope you get to know me. And, you know, right. part, of, part of me is gay, but I hope that's not the most important. Yeah, part. here comes the gay guy. Right. You yeah. know, like. But it's turned into that. It's turned into that. It's and so I don't, crazy. I just is. don't care about anybody's sexuality as far as, you know, th- 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 their inherent worth. If, if somebody wants to talk about something, the first thing that pops into my mind isn't what kind of sex are they having and what color are they? I could care less about their color. I could care less about who they like to go to bed with. Right. Did right. they want to listen to the same kind of music that I like? Do they like to go to the ball game? Right. Do they right. like the same sports? And, and, and ultimately, ultimately, does it come down to what's the fear there? Well, is it the fear that they're going to hit on you? Well, and you don't know how to say no. Yeah. Well, or, I mean, what, seriously, what is the fear? It's, it's insane. It, well, it's insane. It's, let, that's another term. Let me it's, just add that yeah. is the true conservative position. Yes. Is not giving a shit about your color, about your sexuality. It's the people who are obsessed with color, obsessed with sex. Those are the people on the liberal side. They're the ones that find this incredible need to segregate us by race, segregate us by sexual interest and jam it down our throats that the, the, the identifying features of somebody are whether they're a tranny or whether they're gay or whether they're hetero or cisgender or all of these crazy categories. It's like, no, I don't care about any of that. You're a human being. All human lives matter. Yeah, I don't. I don't care like about anything else. I want to know about somebody. Quite frankly, yeah. me too. Right. I just yeah. don't. So I don't. Like I can't think of any time in my life when I am introduced to man, woman, child, any individual no. human being where I'm thinking, I wonder what they do in the bedroom. You know, it's no. like, it doesn't no. even cross my mind. No. And oddly enough, that's what conservatives are always accused of worrying about. Yeah. And I get it. It's it's probably because of you know. Some of the Bible Belt participation in the Republican Party by Jerry Falwell and folks like that, you know, that was a relatively small constituency of the overall conservative movement. And it was misunderstood. Let's let's unpack that a little bit because I was going right there anyway. It's like as as the Christian religion would say that you shouldn't engage in homosexual behavior right, right? or right. or or hetero behavior until you're married right, right. it's sure. got some you know yeah. if you if you dig into it like corinthians was it corinthians well, the, the, i mean you really don't have to dig that. very far fornication is a sin right right yeah. so all right yeah call that what it is now like you were talking norm back in the old christian coalition days and falwell banging his pulpit i i look i don't have any problem with any religion saying that I have no problem with it. No, they're allowed to, for sure. For sure. The problem is when it marries with the government and the government starts to take on policies that way, then I've got a problem with it. But if you want to believe, like, and and maybe I can say this, I can, at 
the same time hold a belief about my religion and still hold very close personal relationships with somebody who engages behavior that is against my religion. Well, like those ab- two things are perfectly absolutely. right. Exactly. Absolutely. I don't, exactly. but I also support the church's right to say, look, we're going to preach to you this way because this is what the gospel says. And that's just how it's going to be. Actually, it's what Paul says. And that's, that's how it's going to be. Yeah. And you know, take it or leave it because the good news is not to use a pun on the gospels, but the good news is, <laughs> is that you don't have to do that no. in our country right. yet. Right. They can't tell us yet what you can do. Right. And, and right. that's, I don't uh, see, I don't see why Brett, honestly, I don't see why that is any more controversial for the Catholic church or the diocese to insist on its own doctrinal beliefs any more than like at a temple, a Jewish rabbi on campus would insist on, you know, maybe Orthodox Judaism being taught or, um, like at UC, there's the uh, there's the Jewish college right across the street from UC in Cincinnati, for example, um, that's very conservative, yeah. or or a Muslim, um, you know, a, a Muslim uh, uh, facility on campus uh, preaching its view of Islam. All right. So, yeah. you know, it's all I, voluntary. It, it is, it is. And really, what, Ohio what, State should stay the hell out of that. Right. Yeah, what, I agree with that. And, and what concerns me is the the programming that's in place again yeah how are you it, are you how Catholic? is it are you catholic i'm not my family is we've I'm, gone we've we, I mean, we, we are I'm, we go there i'm catholic and i mean i understand the catholic i understand catholicism so, enough that i probably am almost there but so, but what, know, what what i'm concerned about is i get like, to your question yeah is where's the money flowing to support this these programmings. Well, I don't think Ohio State's providing no, a dime. No, they're not. Yeah, okay. They're not. Yeah. What I'm saying is the potential of dark money, the potential of, and again, I don't necessarily have proof of this, but they're more than willing to kick out a, a resident community that's putting out a whole lot of money to keep that church going, saying, we don't have to worry about the money. We'll, right. we'll take care of it. Well, so then let's, let's unpack that a little bit. The, the biggest problem that I have is if the government, Ohio State, working, which is a government, Right, would be funding that, and I don't that I don't think so. On going either that direction, I, don't think so. I, I, right, I got a problem right. with that going yeah, either direction. Yeah, right. Exactly. Now, if 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 dark money is private money, I guess I don't care. That's the Catholic Church. Look, I think yeah. the Catholic Church is is corrupt. I think the the, the sort of the structure is most corrupt. Off most and of on. them are. <laughs> you, um, you know, it doesn't mean that it's a horrible organization. Right. It just means it's been wrought with corruption over right. the years. Well, right. it's a, it's, it's a run, huge, by, it's run uh, by people that can yeah. be corrupt. Well, there's yeah. there's two Catholic churches. There's the there's the Catholic Church. That that exists in your heart and in your mind. It's 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 the church, if you will, that's non-temporal. And then there's the mm-hmm. human-run right. Catholic Church, right. which is all of the bureaucracy, and that has been corrupt, mm-hmm. you know, and then non-corrupt, and then corrupt again, and but, you know, back and forth like forth. any human. Let's, not, like, exactly, let's exactly. not disregard that the Catholic Church probably saved Western civilization from the Dark Ages multiple too, times. Right? Sure. You know, oh yeah, and is responsible for oh, almost yeah. every un- university that yeah. exists on the planet now. Well, and yeah. a lot of hospitals, hospitals, uh, some observatories, uh, you know, yeah. lots of scientific. The Renaissance. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. People, get, yeah. people always yeah. talk about Galileo, but then at the same time, the Catholic Church has established uh, 
observatories, you know, with telescopes. So, you know, Galileo challenged them and then they responded with, okay, so if you say the moon and the sun are doing this and that, I guess we... We're talking about Plato. (laughs) We're talking about Plato's dialogues because the Catholic Church preserved them through the Dark Ages, right? Right. I think that's probably, maybe... And and I don't mean to say that it's... It's all evil. It's all you know. No, it no, just no, comes no. down That's to. I think you're right. I think you're exactly right. That, te- that what's in our head and our minds about any church well, organization me, is much different than the reality you, of how it's run. We'll do yeah. just and a, it's concerning how it can be run. At some we'll just do a little to that point to we'll, the, all that point. We'll do know. a little sidebar so, about the uh, Columbus diocese. So I, I'm not saying this is the motivation, but w- the 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 Columbus diocese was in charge of a group home down in southern Ohio. Uh, where uh, mentally, I I don't know another word, mentally retarded young men were often sent by their families to be cared for when they reached adulthood. Hmm. And these particular brothers infected several of these boys with AIDS, Hmm. okay? And it was a, like the Paulus, it was not the Franciscan fathers or whoever runs the archdiocese. It was another strain Mm -hmm. of, of Catholic brothers. Right. Right. And the archdiocese, however, having that within its district was legally responsible for what took place. And they, and they, you know, paid heavily, uh, in that litigation. So I can, understand administratively for purposes of liability and for con- and purposes of accountability for the archdiocese to say, hey, you know, we need to take control of what's in our district because we're on the hook legally for what happens. And and perhaps th- that could be another aspect of this. Could be. Oh, for sure. I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard to say because I don't know, but I understand. Yeah. No, the f- no, no, no. I understand the impulse to be in control of something that mm-hmm. you're legally um, accountable for. Sure. Oh, no. That makes, oh, if that it's makes a Catholic sense. church, the Catholic sure. should run it. And, you know, the question yeah. is, the, the biggest problem I have is, like you said, Brett, the money. And, and yeah. maybe maybe I only think it's the money to the extent that you can trace it back to some government pressure or government fund or government anything. But if some private Catholic dude who's a gazillionaire says, here's a billion dollars, um, do this with gay people – then you know they can do it. They can. They can. It, um, it's that. It's that. What what you feel it should be versus what's really yeah, going on. But I say, I look, yeah. in, in whom it's I just say tough. the Catholics are wrong about that. Do it. But and yeah. in, 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 I am True. I am willing to say this as long as the government isn't sponsoring the religion. There's another True. one there that'll fit what you like. Right. Exactly. And <laughs> and is, and I don't have any inkling that it's government money at all. It is private. From what I'm seeing, yeah. hearing, whatever. You know, I, I'm not no so proof, sure. But I think who knows? All who knows? Usually goes back to the government. <laughs> <laughs> it could be easy enough. I don't know. Like but a, yeah, it's just a tough situation. The though. government anyway, certainly go very, on that tangent. They're very picky, choosy about you know which 501Cs they that's go right. after, and that's right. you know which ones are allowed to preach about who to vote for and which ones aren't. That's right. They're, they're selective interest. prosecution. Very selective. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. About who yeah. loses their tax exemption. It's, the, it's the Gibson Guitar Factory. Yeah. They're, look, somebody go. Yeah. Well, I won't go into it now. What church just, do you preach at, Reverend Al? Oh, that's right. You know. Uh, I mean, you know. I mean, beautiful him and Jesse Jackson telling people who to vote for, but you know. Never being IRS challenged on their tax uh, Yeah, you're, you're talking yeah. about 501c3 gate with Obama. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Right, right. right. Yeah. Um, hmm. More Columbus news. Uh, 
I am highly amused and somewhat outraged uh, by the taking down of the Chris Columbus statue. Mm. And, and then this debate that the city council had yesterday or the day before about uh, maybe it was Monday night, the day a couple days ago, about uh, deferring uh, the decision to uh, place it back, you know, to, to re-erect it. And I guess they have something like, I don't know, I'm probably getting the amount wrong, but I think I heard Blazer on 610 say it was something like 500,000 bucks in this whole process. I mean, that's a huge statue of taking it down, storing it, preserving it. All for the virtue of All for, the, you know, because work. Columbus... Look, I, I mean, you, it's a mixed bag. It's part of history. It's like it's like a, a statue of Stonewall Jackson or Ulysses S. Grant. These are men who did both good things and bad things. And I think we probably touched upon this before, too. We're missing an opportunity to teach Education. the good, the bad. Right. Because here's what's happened. The wokesters have uh, overstated the evil of Christopher Columbus and what they've done then is, is polarize it. So like you said, Brett, let's just teach it all. You know, he wasn't all bad. George wasn't Washington all wasn't all good, bad, not, right. good, bad. Abraham Lincoln wasn't all good or bad. These are men and men by definition are not all good or bad. Right. And by men, I mean men and women, humans. Right. Yeah. So right. These are, <laughs> right. you know, you're not a biologist. Oh, I'm, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Overstep my credentials. <laughs> but yet city council, uh, is going forward with, uh, I think it's to start off with a, a million dollars in abortion funding. And I'm like, you know, of all the medical procedures that tax, some cancer treatment, well, well, Columbus taxpayers are being asked, well, what, why not female heart conditions or why not female cancer or, or whatever? How about why? a public fund? If you're going to create it, create a public fund that is indiscriminately applied towards people who need healthcare that can't afford it. And I disagree with that. I, yeah. we, we'll, we can talk about but it's interesting. But. It's interesting to me that they pick one of the most contentious public health issues, moral issues, you know, just, just and extract your dollars to and support extract, it. you know, like who are these people? What, I mean, are, are there not potholes and street lights and or other, homeless that need a little home? Or maybe homeless. Right. I mean, Come on. things yeah. that government should be doing, yeah. should like be doing providing infrastructure. I mean, safety with a home. Right. I mean, come on. Right. I'll never forget when I, was, I lived in Cincinnati, they, the city council down there passed a no nukes resolution that no nuclear facility by the Pentagon, you know, like a, a Titan II missile could be siloed in, in the limits of the city of Cincinnati. And I'm like, where the hell would it go anyway in Cincinnati? Dude, that wasn't the point. It was virtue. <laughs> it was just virtuous. It was just, it was just us being able to expurgate to Ronald Reagan. This See what is, I did. D- d- this is during, <laughs> you can't do that. Again. This is during, you know, his star Wars defense, <laughs> oh you know, initiative. <laughs> You know, well, you're not going to put a Star Wars facility in the city of Cincinnati, and we're going to pass a resolution. And the idea being, hey, all you sister cities out there, why don't you pass this? Uh, Passing a law that says you can't be racist is just virtue signaling nonsense. It's unenforceable nonsense. It's unbelievable. So, look, I mean, as I as I hit potholes and you know the roads are a mess. Yeah, at least there's a billion dollar. How much? A million. Oh, oh, I think I heard a million dollars seed money. So a million dollars seed money for more governmental money. Right. So if somebody needs to go and have travel for, to get an abortion, they can do it. I, all, I, wonder all if these, that's, I wonder if that's the same thing happening with some communities uh, de- declaring themselves safe cities. 
Yeah, it's the same kind of thing. And it's it's the, they don't even have an abortion clinic in their city, but they're claiming that they right. are one, a right. safe city. They're saying, like, we're not going to follow the law of the land. We're just going to do it. Well, they we did that on immigration. <laughs> I mean, the country in New Zealand passed a no-nukes thing that any U.S. Navy or other vessels powered by any country that is nuclear-powered, <laughs> we're talking about the propulsion yeah, system. Wait till China comes. Well, yeah. And see, see if they want our well, ships. Well, yeah, they're, they're shitting in their pants right now <laughs> right, because, right. you know, it used to be the, you know, the aircraft carriers and subs and stuff would go to New Zealand and, you know, the sailors would spend a lot of money in port and they're not getting that anymore. And and now it's occurring to them, gosh, where is that thin red line between us and uh, the aggressive well, this is, Chinese Well, it's communists? the same thing that's happening with gasoline. And oil, right? So we right. said, we're not going to pump any oil. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. So instead, what do they do? They go to Putin, and Putin's at war, so he's got the to- he's got the control of the purse strings and the supply. And and now they're beholden to this jackass yeah. to live. Yeah. And so now you got these people in Europe saying, well, you you Americans, you're too spoiled by air conditioning. And you know, Well, like, Germany has gone back to reactivating their coal-powered- p- Right, uh, right. They have yeah, to. Because- they're not getting the natural gas. I mean, they right. it's, it's, it's like, okay, let's burn coal. So you're going to take the cleanest power that was available. Like here, we were doing it so cleanly in the United States with fracking and even coal in the United States was well, nuclear. Almost, and nuclear. 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 It's like we it, haven't licensed a new nuclear plant in like decades. Right. So they, steep, they go back to like Three Mile Island, which is what, like 1974? <laughs> Is 75, 74. Yeah, something like and that. nobody was killed. And nobody, and, and right. And so <laughs> we don't think that we can do that better now. Yeah. Like technologically. Yeah. So right. I, I watched the China syndrome though with uh, Sally Fields. Sally Fields oh, yeah. and Jack Lemon. Jack Lemon. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, like a, yeah. And a, nobody. A, a classic Woodward and Bernstein. And no, but yeah. nobody could express outrage like Jack Lemon. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, he, I just, I just point out a rabbit. If you've ever him. seen The Odd Couple. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. He's so good. He's oh, so good. good. I mean, it was incredible. But then, you know, he was yeah. good at comedy. He was good at drama. I just watched, yeah. uh, or I just uh, put in my cue, uh, the old uh, alcohol movie of Wine and Roses. Yeah, okay. he does a great performance in that. Was he too. in Twelve Angry Men? He's usually yeah, in angry. he was. I think Jack yeah. Lemmon was in Twelve Angry Men. Oh, Jack, that's right. I think that's right. The other odd couple guy. <laughs> Jack Lemmon may have been. I don't know. Twelve Angry Men was uh, Henry Klugman Fonda, Klugman, yeah. uh, all sorts of good characters. Yeah, it was a great right. movie. Right. Yeah, yeah phenomenal. Was, I guess it was a play first, but anyway, we're digressed true, to the true. point of. Um, we don't even know. Where little to start. January Six stuff. I think that's uh, kind of timely. Have we wrapped it up? Have they finally wrapped it up with yeah. more to come? Well, no, I'm talking about the topic, <laughs> right. the topic in general. We can talk about the committee, but the topic, it just came out recently, <laughs> kind of blew up in the committee's face that, you know, they've been digging around for every kind of recording to make Trump, you know, uh, look like Trump. Vic Tavak was in 12 Angry Men, too, I think. Probably was from Alice. Remember him? Big yeah, team. I think he was in there. Yeah, he was yeah, a bunch of a bunch of great. He was that yeah. blustery blowhard. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Go no, ahead. no, man. <laughs> you could probably take like uh, everybody from um, you know, uh, gosh, what was the movie Henry Fonda is in with a uh, Jimmy Cagney, and he had the uh, not Jimmy Cagney, the other character actor uh, where he uh, the um, they were on the boat, the Navy ship. And, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know who I'm talking uh, about. Um, Gosh, great movie, uh, but, but essentially they they took over the boat. They mutinied, and it was a, a trial about whether or not they should do that. The same kind of movie, great great so character good. act. Yeah, I mean, we so couldn't, but you couldn't do Twelve Angry Men now. No, 
No, it, because it, it has men in the title, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. we don't know who's in the room. Right. So, but, twelve, 12 angry. But, you know, people. this kind of goes. <laughs> but it kind of goes in the vein of what we're talking about, though. Wouldn't it be a great movie, whatever, or on on stage with some kind of uh, common what's going on now in our lives to yeah, d- debate something, a dialogue? Yeah. Right. Wouldn't it be great? Yeah, but nobody will write it. So Cooper, write it. Cooperman about that. Yeah, exactly. Well, Cooperman, yeah. uh, he had. It, so I have his brochure on this conservative theater. So Cooperman, right in Dublin, you know, at the, had hosted uh, a, a play written by and performed by mainly black actors about the Ferguson, Missouri trial. Oh, the, okay. the, yeah, oh. it's it's in that brochure, and huh. it was written by an emigre, I believe, from Ireland or maybe Poland, uh, who's now an American citizen. And this person came over to the United States, thinking, "Oh my gosh, the fairest country where you, we, you know." where things are coolly and calmly determined. And he wrote this play about, you know, the whole false narrative that, you know, hands Michael up, Brown, hands shoot. up, don't shoot, mm-hmm. you know, and the officer just plugged him because, you know, he's black and I'm white and all that. And it turned out that the witnesses that um, that cleared the white police officer were all black witnesses. And, and the witnesses, when the trial went down, the witnesses came in and said, no, actually, Michael Brown was wrestling with a cop, trying to take the gun away from the cop, and that's when the the cop shot him in self defense. Yeah. And that you know, at no time did he try to surrender or give up. And so Obama tried to investigate. Everybody's tried to investigate it, and yeah. it's the same. It's every the same single time. Every yeah. time. Yeah. Well, I was going to say about mm-hmm. January six. So, uh, you know, some of these Trump recordings basically boil down to, and I'm not a fan of Trump's. You know, as I've stated multiple times here, uh, I'm a fan of his presidency. I'm not a fan of him personally. But these recordings uh, that they've dug out of the White House basically say he is saying that he doesn't want to concede the election results. He felt like the election was stolen. That's what they got on him. They, they've got this guy saying that he has an opinion and he's very vocal and very adamant that his opinion is that. He won the election, and it was a crooked election. You know, we saw the 2000 Mule show, Dinesh D'Souza. There's a lot of data about these mass mailings and games and whatever. And frankly, I don't know the answer. But I do know this. It's still not illegal in America to have an opinion. And this guy has yeah. an opinion, right? and it's and it's strongly held. But what, what came out just this week, again, is that Trump did authorize the uh, National Guard to be deployed, and it was Congress and the Capitol Police Department uh, that did not take up that offer to deploy them on January 6th, the White House feeling like there probably was going to be some civil disobedience or worse. Or there's a risk of it. Uh, yeah, and yeah. and Trump authorized National so he, Guard. He did, okay. And Nancy, in advance. In advance. Yeah, t- two days. Not ahead, real time, but in advance. And it's, it, yeah. At least two days ahead of time, and Nancy Pelosi and Schumer declined. Yeah. Now, this is this is what yeah. I said when we first started talking about this. So, it's like, I want investigate the crap out of this. Yeah. I want to know everything that happened. I want to know why the National Guard wasn't there. I, know, I want to know why right. that the police were just opening doors and letting people right. in. Or is it that just a perception of some video clips that I don't understand? Right. It's like, I want to know what's going on, because there's right. more to it than just... Damn. Uh, it's all Trump's fault. Because I think we're still skimming over that that protection of that 
building is a cluster. It's a cluster. It was terrible. It's horrible, and that it needs to be fixed. Amen. And, and we don't know if yeah, it's going to be or not. It was. Awful. That's a. That's horrible. And again, it's just it's one layer of. The one problem layer, is that day. And another layer is- But that's just, a huge layer. It's a huge layer. And another layer is, and I'll say it out loud, Trump's got some warts on him because, you know, he should have um, not- Look, he, I disagree that he was out there with the crowd and getting involved like that. I don't disagree that he had a right to, but if I'm the president, I wouldn't have been there doing that. Right. You know, you, right. Well, wait a minute. What what did he do? So I, I, I know people who went to his speech. They went to D.C. that day to listen to his speech. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was well known that he was going to speak um, in an area that was reserved and it was the permitted. Followed the law. Followed the law. He gave a speech. I believe Alex Jones gave a speech. Right. Peter Navarro gave a speech who worked in the White House. Uh, I, I can't remember all the other uh, you know guest speakers, but maybe Candace Owens, people like that, got up and had a turn at the microphone. And I know people from all over the country, including Ohio, that went to D.C. to hear what the president basically had to say about the election results. And he very clearly said, if you're going to protest further, do it peacefully. And after January 6th happened, his television appearance said, those of you broke the law, he used this word, you will pay. He, he used did. that right. phrase. And then they showed like the, the origin. He was of very speech. law and order about it. So here's what I still have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with the legality of it. I think he had every right to do it. I think that he did it correctly. I think that he made his speech. I don't think it, it arose to inciting to riot. Hell under, no. Uh, Belton, New York versus is a uh, not Belton. Um, well, when did he what say? The, I forget the case. When did he say go down and break into the Capitol bill? He never he said anything like but, that. As the president, it was a powder cake situation, and he should have realized that even doing things that don't break the law could result in a powder keg problem. And, you know, I, look, you can disagree with uh, his like, – you can disagree with me on whether he should whether he should have been there or not, but I think he should not have done it. And then I think what, his bigger what, what, flaw – What is the it, Steve? He should not have given a speech? I wouldn't, the- have, I wouldn't have done it that way. Not that day, not that way. It, it's just too dangerous. He should have done what some kind of television. Do speech? it on TV. You know, d- d- he should d- not have done it in person. I would not have been there that close to the Capitol. So you would call that a mistake? That's a mistake. A miscalculation. It, it was a bad decision. Okay, I don't think that rises to the fact that he, you know he got impeached for that. I agree with you. 100. I mean, that's silly. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. he's responsible for what happened afterwards. No, but I think it's something that can go that you can track back to the decision. To do that, so if I would have been in his ear before that, I would be like, "Listen, you're going to bring how many people this close downtown D.C. to do what? Let's do this somewhere else, Mr. President. Let's get on TV. We'll host our. I own, have no problem with what you're event. saying. We'll go. We'll go to another. Let's go to your home state. Let's I, go to Florida and Steve, do it. Steve, I have a whole list of bad Trump decisions, and then from the, from people he appointed, Rex Tillerson. Sure. I mean, my God, it goes on and on. The bad choices he made. But that's not to say what he did was illegal. I don't agree exactly. that it was illegal. Right. And now I right. think he has another wart for not getting on the mic again soon enough after things had gotten out of hand. There was this delay. I don't know how long it is. But well, he did it the same day, for God's sake. I mean, as it was happening, he should have been 
Wait, you think those people were on cable TV at the well, time? Well, I mean, if he on. did too, is oh. almost incriminating. It was the optics that he could stop it. That's right. It I was wonder. The oh, but you're right. It's you one know, of those. Like, what would it hey, look like? But I, my, I understand that. You're, you're my right. guys, and we, you're in. You know, I mean, well, you would just say, "Look, I do I, not authorize this. This is not right. what I wanted to happen. Yeah. Please stand down." That would have. That well, would have he, saved he did, him some headaches. He did, would have. He did say that the same day. He did. But it was a few. Well, I think he needed to digest what the facts were. I agree. I, look, I, I'm just saying I mean, the optics of that are bad. I mean, that's right. like saying after the Challenger blew up, Reagan didn't go on TV and you know and eulogize the astronauts quickly enough. Yeah, but I mean, my God, you know, you got to gather the but facts. He had time for that one. This one was happening in real time, and the President of the United States. Okay, George needs to George be, Bush, nine eleven. You know that he got criticized because he continued to teach those kids at the classroom. No, I got you. Look, right. it, it may have been a no-win situation. I mean, he needs I'm, the I'm, facts you, you before might be, you might be convincing me. But I, I would want to know what happened in between that. If time I was me. Trump's chief of staff, if I'm Mark, whatever his name was, the chief of staff, right. I would say, dude, don't say anything till we know what the hell's going on. And Capitol Police didn't even know what was going on. They're waving people into the Capitol yeah, we building. we knew what was going like on. Brett you could see it on TV, these people storming into the Capitol. So he knew that. You, you, you mean live? It. He's watching it. I was watching it live. We, there were cameras on inside the house live. Yeah, yeah you could, there was cameras on. Like you could, There was news covering these people going in. I mean, I think. I'd have to go back and look. Oh, dude, the, one of the biggest complaints about January 6th is that the video has not been forthcoming. All that right, there's well, all kinds of video. You know, I mean, we waited. You're from, making a good case. I, may, maybe I'm it's not a, trying it, to make a case. Well, I'm you, just, you, you, I want the facts. You're saying yeah. there might be a good explanation for why he didn't get on the mic right away. Well, if I'm president, I don't get on the, I don't start speaking like we just talked about Obama and the police until you know the damn facts. I don't think you open your mouth other than to say, hey, listen, if there's rioting and violence going on, I, I, I'm against here's, that. Here's and the you optics, need to stop. Though. But he didn't say that. So he here's said the it, optics. He said it in his speech ahead of time before oh, it. I got you. But he here's said, the optics. peacefully protest. It looks like. He didn't care that it was happening. It was sort of like, yeah. So well, that's been what, yeah. Steve. I think it's been spun that way. I, I've never. So they don't have him. They, they've got all this tape. I agree. On that's it. what I meant by optics. That's the optics of it now. Okay, I got you. Yeah. I'll go along with that. Yeah. I think he's allowed it to be spun, spun against him. But you got to admit, it's Trump against the entire media. This is a classic <laughs> Trump shoot yourself in the foot scenario for sure. It it just it sure. riddled his presidency through and through. It did. He had such good good uh, results in so many fronts. Yeah. And then he had these foot shooting tweets, these foot shooting moments, these foot shooting like this. It's like it didn't have to happen. Yeah. You know, a little bit of restraint before instead of after. I would, would just been... I would just posit this. Imagine you're president of the United States. You get elected with a mandate. You absolutely. I mean, you absolutely blow Hillary away. Mm -hmm. You win the election. Landslide. Landslide, right? And the first thing they, in quotes, do to you, Obama, Hillary, you know, all, all, all these people, Comey, all, you know, the gang, the first thing they do to you is concoct a false accusation that you're colluding with Putin. And two and a half years of your four-year presidency is all about 
overcoming this investigation by Robert Mueller. That you know is politically charged bullshit. Right. right. So can you mm-hmm. imagine when he gets, and then he's got COVID to deal with in his final year of mm-hmm. presidency. Can you imagine the emotion in him? I will give him a break for the fact that he authorized the National Guard before January 6th, and nobody took him up on that. He also, in his speech on the Quad, told the people to be peaceful, okay? I really don't, okay, was it a mistake tactically to go and give that speech? I'll, I'll give that to you. I'll, maybe do it on TV instead so the whole country can hear it, et cetera. I don't know. I, you I know, agree I, with you. I think it's the a president, product of his personality. It's the product of four years of a fight that he perceived as unfair. And in, in many ways, it was. I mean, Dude, accusing I, him of yeah, Russian coalition, it's all bullshit. I you mean, know, we're finding out that it was Hillary that colluded that, with her. Right. I mean, it was all crap. Right. It, it was a, it was a headhunt from the outset. Right. They were, and I, used to, I said this at the time when they were trying to impeach him. I said, I remember telling Jeff here, I was like, listen, dude, go back and read. Because the day he was inaugurated, these people got on TV and said, I'm going to make it my mission to get him and impeach him. They didn't have anything. Like, there was no evidence of anything yet, but they wanted to impeach him I went, the day he won. I went to his inauguration. I think it was the day, the day of the election. The let, me, day. let me tell you about his inauguration. There was violence from the left at his inauguration. I saw cars burning. I saw buses yeah, not uh, vandalized. TV, so. Right. I, I mean, I was down there, and I, you know, I wasn't up close. I was blocks away from the official inauguration party, but I was on the quad. I listened and, you know, uh, and I was one of those little dots. Remember when he, he overestimated the size of the crowd. I was one of those little dots, but um, I got invited by some friends and wasn't going to go. I ended up getting interviewed by, uh, one of the local Columbus, uh, TV shows. Um, oh gosh, I'm trying to think he retired and became a minister. Um, he was, one of the older African-American uh, TV hosts here in Columbus. Oh, Revish? Yes. Yeah. Gary Revish? Yeah. Uh, Gary, uh, Gary, Gary, Larry, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Revish. Jerry Revish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So okay. he he interviewed me. And um, what did you think about I mean, that's kind of a sidebar, though? What did you think about going to inauguration? Was it cool? Is it, it was. Is it, is it kind of a bucket thing? It you was try unbelievable. To do if you can. We were along the route. So when the inauguration went, you know, when the when the parade went mm-hmm. by, uh, you know, we could see Trump and Melania in one of the limousines and, you know, the march. But I mean, the venom by the left. So like right next to me, there's people spitting, uh, you know, waving signs, you know, F Trump and all this stuff. And I'm like, good God, the guy hasn't even all he did was nobody and, gave him a but chance. you know what in this is a great country we can do that <laughs> yeah. though yeah. but i mean I, isn't I, it I, great it was shocking it was shocking to me i love it to can see you imagine the, if people did that to obama well i mean the intolerance yeah. was can off you imagine it was off the hook what would have what the outrage would have been if somebody tried to do that to right obama? And, and here's here's always going to yeah. be the response well because you know we're right well my <laughs> it's it, what i told jerry revish in the interview is i said i i as a conservative jerry I'm I'm waiting with some trepidation for, to see what kind of president Trump will be, because he is no conservative. This is what I said on TV, and it's I mean I have the there's clip, a record. I have a clip on my computer. I said he he is not a conservative. He's not a movement conservative. Doesn't I mean the things he talks about wanting to do like um, uh, he wanted to have child care as a federal right. You know, his daughter came up with that. He had some very liberal ideas, and it was Schumer and Pelosi 
who, because of their constituents, basically fought him into a corner. Yeah. They made him a conservative. Yeah, they really did. Mm-hmm. They, they, they didn't know what they had. And I remember at the time I said I voted for the first Democrat. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, oh, dude, he was a Democrat <laughs> as all along. Yeah. I mean, he was in favor of gun control. He was in favor of abortion. He was in favor yeah. of all these things. And they hammered him at such a personal level. It, you know, they detested the guy so much. And I get he has an abrasive personality. But they made him, his policies reflected his reaction to them. He could have been a bridge builder. Oh, big time. Like Obama could have been that. Yeah, Obama really yeah. could have been that. Yeah. So, so it's one of those, it looked at him going, how dare you be like us? Hey, no, so how dare you beat Hillary? Yeah, true. That, I mean, That's they, all that was. Yeah, they yeah, were just true. outraged you know, I, I, at yeah, him. From you the came the in beginning. at the last minute. 11th yeah. hour and you beat our girl. You're, you're the yeah. you're the poster child for what we hate most in the world. A white businessman who's rich and had all the bought breaks. him bought him bought yeah. him spot his way in. And really yeah. doesn't give a rat's ass about who he offends. I mean, that's yeah. really part of his personality. That's he him. just it just you that's know he, yeah. I mean it's you know extemporaneous just blah 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 blah. It just bubbles out, yeah. you know, and you're like Dude, shut up. Shut Put up. the phone down. Like you, Quit. You win. You've won. Now yeah. you can stop and just go be president. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he, he, <laughs> no, he, couldn't, he, do it. he couldn't do it. He yeah. couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but at least the playbook is there now for the next guy who knows what they need to do and what they shouldn't do. But we, yeah. my God, was he entertaining. I mean, dude, every day. Overwhelming, you, though. Overwhelmingly. I mean, I mean, every day, Twitter. Every, every day, day, you get up. Like, well, and, CNN's uh, going out of business now. I mean, CNN's yeah. going bankrupt. <laughs> like, nobody, right. It's like that was, like, they, right. it yeah. should have been Trump CNN. Rachel the Mad yeah. Cow is off the air. Yeah. I mean, she's they still on their payroll. But tumbling she, like flies, yeah. man. I mean, yeah. they got nothing to report. Cuomo's right. gone. I mean, you know, like, look at all the fallen. Like, even the late night guys are starting yeah. to have to make fun of Biden now because they don't have anybody to make fun of. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's uh, all right. So we got we got uh, a few more minutes left. Well, I Let's think we it. should talk a little bit about some of the COVID news. So oh, you know, it it occurs to me. I heard this statistic about fentanyl. We had over a hundred thousand deaths in this country from fentanyl last year, right? But we're worried about this B five thing, which hasn't killed anybody that I know of, and it might kill well, a few. Is gonna, that the is that the monkeypox thing you talking monkey, about? Monkey? No, no, oh, monkeypox. No, but COVID's coming back. China shut down. Wuhan shut down again. Here we go. Down, locked down just in time for November elections. Okay. Right here we go again. Uh, monkeypox has killed four people uh, worldwide, yeah. I believe. And look, what, no, what's the B five then? I'm sorry, I'm missing. Oh, the it's a variant. Of a variant COVID. is it? Yeah. Okay, it's right, the new gotcha. one that supposedly one. should be scared shitless. Out. It, yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, it's supposed to be very communicable, but have very mild effects okay right. so but the monkeypox thing they're 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 aligning it with just a sexual disease that we may never get rid of well, you're not, allowed, well, to you're not allowed to say that yeah that's the problem world health organization has elevated monkeypox to like some world concern like with polio and covid now look even if you but don't, I thought it was it's a sexual transmitted right yeah is. but you're not allowed to say that you're oh i'm not allowed that. oh my god yeah. because I didn't that's why that. that's why they raise it to the level of these other pandemics because oh, okay. if you talk about the, the fact that it's Jeez. mainly uh a uh passed on by anal sex, then that is perceived as being anti-gay. You're homophobic. Now, now look, it, it's skin-to-skin oh skin contact. To be sure, skin-to-skin skin, skin skin contact can pass monkeypox. Right. And monkeypox, I guess it's particularly gruesome to deal with yes. if you get it through anal sex because you have monkeypox in your anal area. Yeah, but, okay. Um, it, you know, it's so, like, so but it's if, an easy way to transmit the if disease. Norm, if Norm is gay, if Norm is gay, I would want to know this information. 
Well, this this is what you happened can with be AIDS. straight and want to know this information. No, no, yeah. I'm saying the the reason you, you know, can't I, say I, it, I know that, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. is because dig, they want to build a safety bubble. Dig into how San Fran dealt with AIDS when it first came exactly. out. Exactly, they, they totally suppressed this notion right. that the bathhouses were dangerous. They totally suppressed this notion and that guys it was got AIDS by because, of it. because people of it. died by the millions. Because so g- gay men it. are not any dumber or stupider than hetero men. Gay men will act in on their own initiative to protect themselves if given the information. They're not stupid people. You know, and it's offensive to me as, as we, a person who cares about gay men. It's offensive to me that we would uh, shelter them like they're babies and they can't know this information. Right. That's well, ridiculous. It's, it, and it's not that. It's that you don't want any even appearance that that lifestyle could be harmful for anybody, which is nothing. It's, it's, it's sort of like saying... We want gays to get this and die, you know, or right. get this and get rather really sick. Than, than rather say, than say right. abstain. Be careful. You don't have to say abstain. Just, well, just, that doesn't have to be the message. You can just say, be cautious. Be cautious. Right. Be cautious. Be cautious. Right. It's, take, take steps. Be cautious. Right. If that involves abstinence, if that involves sexual Whatever your protection, of, of caution or being is, take it. very selective about your partners, et cetera, et cetera. Right. It same be goes careful. for hetero. And not getting pregnant. Duh. Right, but we don't pass right. that message anymore. So we, we yeah. stopped exactly. being concerned about pregnancy and we started being concerned about whether you could have an abortion after you were pregnant. Right. And, and now we have to go back and say, look, if you do these things, like I've, I've said for years about pregnancy, it's like, look, it's really easy to make a baby. Everybody knows how to do it, right? Yeah. It's right. Actually, it's actually kind of fun. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very enjoyable activity. <laughs> it is, you know. Yeah. It's also easy <laughs> it's not like to running make a baby. marathon, they say. Exactly. <laughs> it's also really easy not to make a baby. You <laughs> well, know? Right. You know, this this is three guys talking, right? <laughs> so we could say it's a lot of fun, but, you know, there there are people who it's done to, so to speak. Right, right. That, well, that well, would I mean, say, dude, actually, we don't want any more of you. I don't know right. your skill set, Norm, but it's fun. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> um, I, I think another bit of news that, that I find this discussion remarkable, the former CDC director uh, before Fauci uh, is, a, is a Dr. Robert Redfield, and he has been making the rounds lately of the news outlets um, saying once again, and, and now he has the force of many studies on the vaccine and some studies about the origins. I mean, we're talking about papers in things like the Lancet, the British, you know, maybe the most renowned medical journal in all of the world, the Lancet, um, about rejecting Fauci's out of hand dismissal of, uh, of a lab theory of a lab origin for COVID. Um, he, he is regretting, uh, the non-scientific approach, uh, that has dominated the official government reaction, worldwide reaction to COVID, you know, this insistence that it be naturally occurring and without any scientific investigation into the facts about the origin, we still don't know who patient one is. China's withheld a lot of data. And frankly, we haven't really demanded it. The WHO has been really lousy and our CDC director Fauci has been really lousy about a scientific approach to not only the vaccine side effects, which are now cascading one study after another, whether it's uh, menstrual cycles, whether it's uh, heart issues, it's one thing after another now 
uh, that they're finding that this untested, unvetted vaccine, you know, that basically people were the beta test. Hmm. You know, they they, yeah. they gave this vaccine to people not knowing the long-term effects. And now some of these vaccines are no longer being given. It's, um, you know, because they are dangerous. It's insane to me how this all unfolded. And now, you know, Fauci has announced he's retiring and he's going to retire as a wealthy, wealthy man. Do you see what his month, his annual retirement? It's almost half a million. It's like 450,000 a year that he'll get. asshole is is making insane. And you know, he said he was asked, do you have any regrets about uh, your COVID response? Didn't lock down enough. Didn't do enough. Didn't, didn't tighten the screws. That is response. Right. So it's like, I mean, I'd be thinking he would say, well, you know, looking back, maybe, None of this stuff really worked. He, like he's like, no, it turns out cloth masks. I would have made everybody wear N95s. You know, it's like it wouldn't have been like uh, maybe we just let the virus do what it's going to do and then treat the treat the he's, ones at risk for it and protect oh, the ones at risk. He can't poke his legacy. He can't no, poke at his no, legacy. No, 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 he's no. got to keep it wet. It is so. that ego is is so out of control, right? And he to the point where he's blind. Yeah, he really. I is. mean, he's blind to his own insanity. Yeah. Hmm. The the thing is about that is all of these emergency actions and Trump Trump included Trump, Trump got sucked right into Trump the vortex. Got, Trump made a lot of these emergency decisions are now they have now set a precedent that you've got White House advisors telling Biden to take the same approach to global warming. This is why at the time Trump was doing it I I, I was freaking out. Go back and find the recording. I was like mark my words this will turn back on us and once you create a power that is usable this way. It is no check on it. I, I, how could he shut down the economy? So stupid. And oh. then Biden came in and he just prolonged it. Right. And it was like, yeah, but Trump started it. It's it's going to come again too. You mark my words. We've got another thirty days. You're going to start seeing these pushes for California's already doing it. Yeah. They're imposing right. mandates and everything else. It's going to. They're, they're I hope all these again. restaurants didn't throw their dividers away because yeah. you know I, I can see people's. Put up the damn transparent, you know, uh, sneeze shields between tables if all over again. I have again. to go, if I have to start dealing with this nonsense, I quit. <laughs> I quit. Well, Atlas is going to shrug. I think there will be wholesale riots in, in, in some of these big cities. Like, I was listening to, to New Yorkers being asked, surveyed, you know, man in the street kind of interviews about, are you ready to go back to masking are you be- ready to go back to, you know, your favorite restaurants being shut down and all that? And, and they're done. They're done. They're done in New York City. They're, we'll just, they're just, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I who mean, would have thought they could have gone along? Who would have thought anybody would have gone along with that nonsense the well, first time? But we, the whole we, freaking world did We it. were very lemming-like, weren't we? We, we? I mean, we just swallowed the whole pill. Yeah, it's so insane. So, all right, well. Anyway. Lee, uh, lots going on here. Brett, you're bringing people in left and right. Left to the and studio. right, right and left. Yep. I mean, we're, I, every time yep. I look around, there's somebody down here uh, yep. uh, broadcasting, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, Pro- broadcasting. Broadcasting. Yeah. <laughs> so we were, yeah. we were down here a couple weekends ago getting everything uh, upgraded, yeah. and, and, and this place is humming now. Video, yep. audio, you can stream, you can record, you can do whatever you want to do to get your podcast to the place where you want your podcast to be, and you're going to use Brett at Circle 270 Media to do that. Trust me, it's the way to go. That's what we do. Uh, I'm you, thinking of doing a, t, a a musical show. 
you know. Are, we sure? are you going to sing? I'm going to sing Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash? Oh, that's I right. I think you've nailed him. I think and you got the, it. Yeah. You got it. And the whirlwind. We're <laughs> in the thorn trees. <laughs> the virgins are all trimming their, their wicks. Such a good song. It gives me chills when I hear that song. I, yeah, it's... Um, just, it's just, it's like, it's, and that song is all him. I knew that would get performance. you Performance. Yeah. It's just, it's his performance of that yeah. will take you to your knees. All right. Uh, okay. So anyway, another roundtable wrap-up. That's what we're going to call the end with Norm, the other roundtable wrap-up. we got the roundtable wrap-up with Norm where we get those nuggets at the end where we just buzz through a bunch of stuff. But I think it's effective. And uh, that lets us get sidetracked at the beginning with, like, Plato and whatever. Socrates. Socrates, yeah. whatever crap we talked about. Right. So, uh, look, we appreciate the support. Go to uh, lawyertalkpodcast.com. Submit a question. Submit a topic. We'll cover it. Um, like I said, there's a few coming that I really, really like. Get your own podcast, channel511.com, circle270media.com. You can look up Brett. We'll, uh, either way, you get to use the studio, talk at the same mic that Norm talks at. And we, I guarantee you one thing, it will sound awesome. Now, you got to bring the content, but we can help you with that, too. We, uh, I mean, look, uh, don't underestimate what uh, what Brett brings to the table here because it's not just getting your recording. It's it's producing it and creating content in a way, taking your thoughts and ideas and presenting them in a way that the podcast world cares about. So anyway, this has been Lawyer Talk Roundtable off the record on the air, at least until now.